Always a pleasure to get the chance to uh, have a check-in with State Senator Doris Turner. And she joins us live, as she does the first Tuesday of every month. Senator, welcome back to the program. Hey, how you doing? Doing very good, thank you. I want to dive right into this issue of Capital Township. Representative Tim Butler got a lot of attention a couple of weeks back uh, for his very vocal rant on the floor of the House about how his bill that could lead to the township merging with Sangamon County wasn't getting a fair hearing. But you've got your own bill related to Capital Township. Tell us a bit about that and where it stands. I will. Um, my bill that I have in the Senate that actually passed out of the Senate is now over in the House is a little bit different than uh, Representative Butler's bill. Representative Butler's bill deals strictly with consolidation, and my bill deals strictly with representation. Sangamon County has exactly 26 townships that are included within Sangamon Town- within uh, Sangamon County. And there are actually, listen to this, 1,432 townships in Illinois. And Capital Township is the only township where we do not have the opportunity to vote on all of our township offices. And that is uh, a situation that I think has um, our electoral franchise diluted because the voters of the entire county elect the Capital Township officers. The only officers that only Capital Township gets to vote on are Capital Township trustees. Um, we do not have a vote on, on the township uh, clerk or the um, uh, supervisor or the uh, collector or the assessor, as all other townships have the opportunity to do. Because countywide so elected I... officials serve in those positions. When you're elected the Sangamon County Treasurer, you become township supervisor, Sangamon County Clerks, a township clerk, so on and so forth, correct? Exactly. And so what my bill does is that it gives the people of Capital Township the opportunity to vote uh, solely on who represents them in terms of township government. Doesn't that create more bureaucracy now instead of having one office holder handling uh, two sets of functions for the county and for the township? Now we're going to have double the, the number of office holders uh, and we're going to have more salary for the people that hold those offices. Uh, over the weekend, the former county treasurer, Tom Cavanaugh, said it would be another $300,000 in cost for capital township taxpayers. You know, every time uh, a situation comes up that Republicans disagree with, they always want to throw out facts and figures that may or may not be correct. So what you have right now is a situation where the uh, county clerk and the county treasurer receive a stipend over and above their county salary to perform those duties. So, you know, we have not done a cost assessment on what that would on what that would be. Perhaps it's the same amount as the stipend that there are that they're currently receiving. Uh, it's my understanding that those numbers that uh, were thrown out over the weekend and that op-ed piece were pulled out of what some other townships, uh, you know, are paying in other parts of, of Illinois. So I think that what we should do is to look at it in a realistic way and talk about capital township and what that uh, amount would be. But just keep in mind, um, and I think that that gets lost in this whole discussion, 
that those office holders are not doing this as part of their county salary. They're being paid in order to uh, to perform those duties. Senator, though, uh... Representative Butler said this was a, a very important issue to his community. Uh, you feel like this is something that, again, gets to the heart of whether people are, are fully represented. But I hardly ever hear anybody talking about this. So who's pushing all of this? Is this really constituent driven or is this driven by politicians seeking to enhance or expand their turf? You know, I, I don't think that it's, it's um, politically driven. You know, everything that happens in um, Springfield and Sangamon County has some bit of politics involved in it. I think that we will all agree on that. But I think that this is definitely a situation that talks about representation. And, um, you know, if you really want to talk about the politics of it, I, I believe that my bill and this issue stand can stand on their merits. But um, Representative Butler made a big uh, play about the politics of it. But if you really want to talk about the politics of it, let's talk about the fact that um, this did not become an issue until the city of Springfield, which is totally inclusive of Capital Township, started trending more Democratic. It didn't become an issue until Lakeisha purchased uh, broke a 40-year trend and was a Democrat that was elected Capital Township trustee and was the largest vote-getter in two different elections. So if, let's be clear if we're going to talk about the politics of it. And, you know, and it, I just get very upset when, because I, I saw part of that whole grandstand that Representative Butler did on the floor and I also was subjected to a significant amount of grilling from his Republican um, um, colleagues on the other side of the aisle in the Senate when this uh, uh, bill was presented. And, you know, they talk about how oh, they just want to save, save um, the taxpayers money. But, you know, it's all about representation until it's uh, where Republicans feel that there's some power being taken away from them. So, you know, let's just get to the heart of the matter. All right, Senator, keep us updated on the the progress of your bill. As you noted, it passed through the Senate. It's now in the House, and we'll see where this uh, takes us. I want to get to a couple of other issues while we've still got you here. I want to move on now to the prospect of a casino for Springfield. There's an ordinance on first reading tonight before the city council uh, expressing the city's support for uh, bringing a casino license to Springfield. Now, I know you know, because you were on the city council at the time a couple of years ago, the mayor brought up a similar resolution very late in the legislative session, so late that there was literally no time to do anything about it, and it ultimately just withered and died. Uh, It's slightly earlier in the session now, but we're still in May. There's only a handful of weeks left. So I guess I'm wondering how serious uh, an effort is this? Has anybody from the city talked to you to say, hey, we really want a casino, and is there any discussion at all at the Capitol about a casino license for Springfield or, or any place else that doesn't have one already? You know, there there has not been a discussion at the Capitol about a casino license for Springfield. There there has been some high-level discussion about the possibility of casino licenses, uh, but not in any real depth and, and definitely not specific to Springfield. 
I did talk with um, an alder, an alder who uh, was interested in pursuing it, but I think we just need to wait and see how uh, Mayor Langfelder's uh, resolution um, shakes out. But as you just mentioned, it is very late. And if it's only on first reading tonight, that means it won't even be voted on for another two weeks, which puts us just one week before session is over. So, um, you know, I really wish that we could address these issues in, um, you know, a more timely manner moving moving forward. Um, I'm, as you know, you know, Springfield is my home. I've I've been elected to two different uh, electoral bodies in the city of Springfield, so I'm very uh, interested in, you know, if Springfield is interested in a casino license, um, pursuing that as hard as I possibly can. But, you know, I just need to have, you know, time in order to do that. Moving on to a couple of other issues uh, this afternoon. Uh, we saw this scathing report last week about mismanagement of the LaSalle Veterans Home uh, and how it uh, made the COVID-19 outbreak there significantly worse. 36 veterans died. There's uh, demands uh, for legislative hearings on this, demands for accountability. Uh, what does this say about Governor J.B. Pritzker's management of the Department of Veterans Affairs uh, about what happened at this home? And, and do more heads need to roll over this? You know, I, uh, we are all deeply saddened about um, any uh, loss of life or any mistreatment of any of our uh, citizens, and especially when they are in a situation like in a veteran's home. Um, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to that, and I, I was, uh, I was troubled by the report that we had that we saw come out and. I am in conversation with uh, Veterans Affairs to see how we can move forward with it. And um, definitely there needs to be some accountability. And, you know, I think that we actually need to take a look at uh, not just that veterans home, but maybe, you know, the others throughout the state just to ensure that uh, we don't have other situations that may be bubbling up under the under the surface. And, you know, that, that also brings me to another point. I have really, as I always do, have been working, you know, across the aisle with my Republican counterparts. And uh, Senator Sally Turner, who uh, was appointed to the Senate just a few weeks before I was, her and I had a um, bill that we had introduced that would look at the possibility of a veteran's home in uh, Springfield. So, you know... Uh, we did not. We weren't able to move that out of the um, Senate during this legislative session, but it is definitely something that her and I will continue to discuss and to continue to try to push forward. State Senator Doris Turner's here with us. We uh, spoke a short time ago with uh, Secretary of State Jesse White, who's out today calling for a better statue of Martin Luther King down on the Capitol grounds. And I know the House has now a commission that's kind of looking at this. But I, I was curious about your thoughts on that. Uh, do do we need a different Martin Luther King statue, a, a different statue entirely, and possibly a different location for it as well? And have you thought about other changes you'd like to see to the statues and monuments on the ground? You know, the, the, the Martin Luther King statue has been, um, you know, a conversation piece in this community since the day that it was first uh, displayed. And, you know, it went through a, a long process and it was moved. 
And then people started saying that they didn't like the place where, where it's at now. But I think that this will lead us to a larger conversation around all of the statues and monuments that we currently have on display at our, um, you know, state properties. And so I'd be very interested to see the uh, work that comes out of that uh, commission and see how we move forward. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of discussion in that commission, and then once they come out with their report, I think that it will lead to a lot, a lot more discussion. So I think that we need to move um, slowly and with due diligence, and um, you know, see where that leads us. Senator, I want to leave on a, a somewhat lighter note, although be careful in considering your answer here because your reputation may depend on this. There's, Uh-oh. there's, there's You're com- making me nervous. There's competing bills down at the State House right now about time change and whether we should stick with all daylight saving time year round or Representative Butler wants to go to all standard time year round or we could just leave things the same. Where do you stand on this crucial issue of our time? You know, I will tell you that on the, this is the honest to God truth. On the day that I was appointed to the Senate, I got an email and that was the very first thing that someone (laughs) from the Southern part of the district contacted me on. And I, I kid you not of all of the issues facing us. That was the very first thing that someone contacted me about tim so butler definitely- wants a sunrise at 4 15 in the morning this is a critically important issue senator it was it was def- it's definitely something that's on everybody's mind so i am going to break precedent with the way that i normally answer questions and i'm going to tell you that i believe we need to do an in-depth study on this <laughs> and, and perhaps form a commission to study it even further And once I receive all of that information, I will then uh, kick it to my kitchen cabinet for more discussion. Way way to straddle that fence, Senator Doris Turner. Uh, Listen, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. We always appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Always a pleasure.